Play for the badge, bowler, you fucker. Play for the badge. <laughs> I don't give a shit about the badge. It's just my Eva team. That's all that matters now. Right. That might, that might come up, bowler. <clears throat> it's going to come up. That's why we were <laughs> Oh, yeah, what? On. I mean, I'm doing a podcast with two Arsenal fans. I wonder what's going to be to- spoken about. <laughs> but you know what? That Arsenal result fucks both of you, so it's fine. Oh, I like it, I like it, I like it. <laughs> I'm sorry, let, can we just point out how cringy it is you're trying to make this this North London is for red or whatever or forever thing is. That is cringy as fuck. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but can we just like just talk about how Klopp is such a fucking idiot? It's every year, I'm sorry. <laughs> Shut up, Bowler. Oh my really god, the best you could oh give. Oh my god, Bowler bashing <laughs> in person. It's, yeah. it's here. <laughs> it's, it's here. here. Welcome. It's Live. Here. We promised it to you. Bash that bowler. Bash the bowler. Bash that bowler. Now. <laughs> right, should we get started, Miller? Here's the podcast dedicated to the Eva Canero Draft Fantasy Football League, which is full of not one, not two, not nine, but ten managers all striving to make that playoff space, eventually getting the chance to play for that coveted Eva Canero trophy, which only two of us in this in this uh, chat uh, have um, held. You might be wondering where the hell is our usual guest host, Aaron Price. Well, if I was to tell you that he was called up to do a crochet tournament, would you believe me? Probably not. He's actually watching Bake Off. That's right, the great British Bake Off. So I guess we all have priorities everywhere else. So we have called in not our first choice, definitely not a second choice, maybe tied for the third choice, stand in. It is my co-manager of when I won the Eva Canera League, my assistant manager to that beautiful, um, beautiful kit, Bill the Cola team, Adam the former commissioner, Bowler. Welcome, welcome. Thank you for having me. Um, I mean, we do. I do have some statement, some questions to ask. About. And we'll maybe get to those later, but joining me as always, it is my main man, my trusted gooner. Life cannot be sweeter. Someone who you get lost in his eyes and just lost to the sound of his dulcet tones. It is Yorkshire's own, Johnny Snelling. How are you, Johnny? I am great, Alex. Thank you for that delightful introduction. And I hope the listeners are excited after a week off to hear my dulcet Yorkshire tones once more. Uh, just a little bit of advice for our guest, Adam Bowler, today. Get used to being cut off because as two veterans of the game now, Alex and I definitely know more uh, about football, <laughs> know more about fantasy football. Okay, so just get used to it. All right. You know what? It's the loudest people that often the stupidest. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, throwing Ooh. shade on the podcast at the Bowler Bash hey. comments. Bowler Bash, listen, Bowler, I want you to treat this podcast with respect, okay? This is Miller's baby right now. He's moulded it into a beautiful thing that people yearn for every week. If you come on this podcast and let us down, we will be disappointed. That's my man right there standing up for me. I only want to bring the best to this podcast. Good. And speaking of the best, did anyone watch the Arsenal-Liverpool game this weekend? 
Yes. Bullet? I did watch this game and uh, it was interesting and... Uh, on, I'm more here on. for the fantasy foot. I'm more here for the fantasy football intake, not you know personal preferences on teams. Really, who said who said anything personal? We're starting with the Arsenal Liverpool game, Bola. How many proxy Twitter accounts did you tweet from about how that wasn't a penalty? And um, I also was just continued defending Jordan Henderson this whole time as well. What They're the also not proxy accounts. They're called burner bowlers. No. Burner bowlers. Oh. <laughs> bowlers burners. Bowlers burners. That's a new. So you just. Where he just tweets a load of rubbish about Liverpool football team. I've got to be as uncontroversial as possible, really. I'm I'm the Keir Starmer of this group. <laughs> wow. 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 It didn't take you long. It didn't take long, did it? Bowler. It didn't take long. We are in the fantasy football, fantasy sports category of Spotify right now. We are not in politics. <laughs> please don't money the water here. Don't drag us in there, Bowler. Don't you dare. I was just trying to raise the tone. Raise it. This is the this is the highest quality fantasy football podcast there is out there. The so, tones don't need raising. For those who perhaps don't recognise Bowler, well, first time on the podcast, many, long time listener, uh, he is our former commissioner of this league. He is a two time champion, the only two time champion left in this league, and he is also an OG of the league, participating in more than six seasons. I want to say so far, Bowler. Yeah, I think it's because Eve has been running for seven seasons. And I joined a season late after the first one, after the, um, oh, everyone got used to fantasy football. Right. Well, nevertheless, absolute Eva royalty, Jonas. We, we thank you for participating. Um, I'm glad you have your priority set and Bake Off isn't on your radar or you do what a normal person is and watch it on catch up. But that's neither well, here nor there. Miller, Miller let's, not, let's not be disrespectful. The North might not quite have got on demand yet. So... <laughs> 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 oh, when Aaron's not here, I turn into a. All right, all right. You turn into a right southerner. Oh yeah. God, it was awful. That wasn't it. We're trying to. We're trying to <laughs> edit that it. bit out. No, no. We're, what we're trying to do is geographically, I guess, bring you down. John You're trying to geographically outnumber me, and it is working. I can it's just hear working. it. But but don't worry, we outnumber bowling in one thing, Johnny. What's that? Our actual football teams won this weekend. You also know what you want to know you outnumber me in. Um, should we look at the results this week? <laughs> moving, moving on. Let's not start wow, pro to... move. Yeah, pro well move done. from Bowler. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm feeling this. So shall we talk about game week nine very quickly? I know we've got two game weeks to cover, but let's focus predominantly on 10 just because that's why people are here. Game week nine, which we can recap our Mystic Meg uh, attempts, should we say? I keep saying, should we say? Stop it where we can review our predictions. Johnny, yes. I think you and I did very well last last time we did this. Because of the predictions. Yeah, prediction-wise, we did. We, I think we did okay. And I, I, I really appreciate you backing me when I faced Nichols in game week nine, because um, it paid dividends. Because guess what? I won. I won 68. It, it was an obvious, an obvious choice, Miller. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. It was obvious. Uh, but I was very happy with that result. Uh, it was sort of neck and neck throughout the, the game week, but then it got decided on the Sunday. Uh, Nichols really waited for the last moment to give me that GG in the chat. But I got it, and that's all what matters. Moving on to Bat versus Steph, our current top of the table winner. Top of the table winner, so that again. Our current leader at the top of the table, Matthew the Great. He has won 71 against Steph's 57. And 57 is a very good outing. It's very unlucky to go up against Bat with such a strong uh, Haaland performance once again. I mean, he also trots out on the bench of 20. Outrageous. 
He didn't even need it. Imagine not needing that. I mean, I, could have, I would have loved those extra 20 points. He won a game by 14 points with 20 on the bench. The league has not seen anything like this in a while, if at all. It's, it's, it's flexing of the highest order. It's I don't even need Trossard. You, you sit out here and you just wait for next week. It's unbelievable. Unbelievable, Jeff. You, you, unbelievable. But should we move on? Because we're going to... Well, let's, let's skip this. You know, let's get through this quickly. I'm, I'm sure Bowler would like to talk us yeah. through the next fixture. I mean, I don't know what I can add, really. I, it's a game I should win. I think there's a reason that all three of you backed me to win that game. So... Let's be clear, you should always win this game. It was your bye week. You hear that, Rich? Rich always should win this. <laughs> I'll bet, I think we should bring that back up when we get to game week 10, Miller, but carry on, Bowler, as you were saying. I just, yeah, I feel like I should I should have won this game. He started to, he did better than other teams this week. So, I mean, at least he was starting to be competitive. It's a fair shout. He did, and if we're going to be, you know, take integrity on this podcast is is crucial, and we have to look at the stats. And he did perform very well. It just wasn't enough to beat the mighty two-time Adam Bowler. Well, I've got to start turning up at some point this year. <laughs> uh, speaking of turning up, Ian turned right up on me and put a cool fifty-seven on the board, and I only managed to. A measly 33, so a loss in game week nine for me. I'm so glad I picked my Southerner, fellow Southerner there for that because that gave me uh, another point to count. Uh, and Ian did very well. Again, 57, very respectful score for any game week. Um, really no contest. I think that was over and done pretty early, wasn't it? It was. That was GG's by lunch on Saturday. <laughs> Damn it, GG by lunch. How could you do that? <laughs> and uh, final game week. A final game of that week was Aaron versus Richard. I mean, Richard, I, I just lost a loss for words. But there were, all three of us picked Aaron to win that, and Aaron came through with 41 points to Richard's 20. So, yeah. Why do I feel so, like Rich is becoming the easy target in this now? It's Yeah, Joe's Joe's evolved. Joe's leveled <laughs> up a it. little bit. I hate that. Joe's sort of like... Joe's had like a, like a what's it called? Like a moonstone or something from Pokemon. Just someone's put it in his pocket, and he's... He's leveled up a little bit. He's evolved. Richard, on the other hand. Okay, Google, how do Pokemon level up? Well, son, you uh, you get the Moonstone, <laughs> you put it in their pocket. We, kids these days don't know about Moonstones. Moonstones in pockets. Listen, I've got my Nintendo Switch. I, po- I play Pokemon on a regular basis. Do you know how hard it is to get stones in the new one? It's, it's, it's a joke. It's not like the old days. Stones galore. All right, Thanos. <laughs> I wish I was Thanos in this fantasy league because with a click of my fingers, I would wipe the smallest man in London off the face of the earth and we would be big nullless forever. Is destiny fulfilled. And Bolo would have to take over as commissioner once again. Oh God, not again. <laughs> <laughs> what was, what anyway, was so bad about it, Bolo? What, what, uh, just the listener. Just, it's, it's just so much the, extra work. But you love the work. To be clear, everyone listening, Bowler puts in, even now he puts in so much effort and he doesn't get the recognition for it. Bowler is still the I, one doing, the, your secretary now for the small man commissioner. You still do all the admin and you love it. I do you it do when I it. win. I do it when I win. That feels great. But when it's a loss, fuck that. Yeah, to be fair, Bowler, you do need, I think over the last few years, you have done a lot for the league. So with all the jokes aside, I would just like to say, 
bravo Bola. I will, I will say it is a thankless task a lot of the time because uh, when you get Miller just being like scores please scores now because I win a lot this year for change and I just want to see that table change and show you how good I'm doing I need to show my estranged father like he can be proud of me now <laughs> <laughs> but uh, rounding that off I get off that very sad note guys just in case you keep a score and you care I got five out of five predictions correct Johnny got four out of five and Aaron, Bake Off Price, got four out of five. Three out of five. Three out of five. Sorry, I added that in. Three out of five. Great nickname. Thank Aaron you. Aaron Bake Off Price. I think that's going to sticky toffee pudding around. Whoa. Oh, I think after that abysmal joke, it might be time for a break. Uh, I'd love a break. But yeah, actually, I feel very breaky right now. I Follow? feel quite breaky. Bowler. I'm I'm down for I'm down for a break. Let's go for yes, a break. Adam. That break. We had it earlier than usual, but you know what? I'm not gonna argue with that. That worked. What about you, Bowler? Did that good. break work? I feel like an early break and sometimes just set you in the right mood to smash out of the park. Oh, it was a, it was a roller coaster of a break, but we're back now. We're back. Let's do this. What are we on? What are we on, Miller? Talk uh, guy, guys, bit of a surprise for you. What I wanted to try was a little little healthy competition between the both of you, which you Ooh. had no idea about this. What I'm going to do, guys, is that I have a player written down here with quite a few different facts about him. I'm going to read one by one, and I'm going to allow oh. you two to find out a guess who it is. The rule oh. is you cannot, you cannot make two guesses in a row. You have to wait for the other person to make a guess. And as Bowler is our guest this evening, he can go first. Mm-hmm. So all I'm wow. going to say okay. about this player, and it is a Premier League player, to be very clear. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping, I think, and I know definitely from fantasy football history, that this player would have been, is used. So it's kind of relevant to this league. A surprise okay. segment, Miller. I like what, it. What can I say? Okay. First Let's clue, it. it might not be helpful at all. It might not be helpful at all, but it gets the ball rolling. He's 35 years old right now. That's all. Bowler, the guess, the guess is yours. You can be anything in the world. But the guess is yours, and you can make that guess whenever you want. I can move on with another segment. Um, where you can submit a guess right now. I feel like John might cheat on this, but I'll go for the. I'll go for a guess straight away. Going to go for Ronaldo, Cristiano oh, Ronaldo. No, Ronaldo's thirty-seven years old, but nice try. Jamie Vardy. No, it's not Jamie Vardy. Would Seems you like to move on? I'll give you time to ponder. Yes. Actually, do, do you know what? No, uh, no, I'm, I'm going to add a roll. Yeah, add a roll. Once you both gone, I'm going to do a new clue. Uh, next clue. He has 60 appearances for his nation. And I'm going to move on. I'm going to let you think about it. Right. Looking, looking on to game week 10, which has just gone. And Johnny, I don't really want to spend too much time talking about it. So I don't know about you, but it's not, I, it's I not one. It's not one I want to reflect this. on. That we don't want to get too bogged down in game week results. That's why not why people listen. And oh, I is, that what, right? is that right? Is that right? Bowler, I'm talking. How dare you? I'm talking. I am Rude, ruminating. Bowler. Ruminating. Rude. With my co-host right now about how horrible this game week has been fantasy football-wise. Not actually in Premier League-wise. You know why? Because up the Gooners, top of the table. Makaya Saka against Allison, And he fires it in emphatically. Job done by the young man. The second goal in the game. I, really? do, do you know the worst part is, Johnny? When you lose against someone you should beat, don't you think? Yeah. I, not only did I lose against someone I should beat, I lost against someone who was with me all weekend. So I had to live <laughs> it and breathe it. Wait, Sarah's not in this league. Hey. 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 
I was actually, I'll have you know, celebrating the Lord Matthew's birthday. Yes, I saw that on social media. I was in Leeds and um, I was there with a lot of members of this league. I was with Bart, with Aaron, with the commissioner, with Steph, uh, you know, and I was even there with a, um, a listener, uh, Chris Brentner, uh, who tunes in weekly. He was there and he shouted out the podcast, gave some love. Nice. So uh, big up, Chris. Um, and yeah, so Steph, Steph, especially when uh, it wasn't looking too good for me, Steph was uh, there to just sprinkle some salt in those open wounds. I'd just like to say that I was busy washing my hair, so I couldn't come anyway, so whatever. <laughs> How rude, did Bat not invite you? No, Bat, Bat and I have talked about this, and he is very apologetic. Uh, first of all, Bafia, I miss you. Second of all, it still hurts, but I hope you had a good 30th birthday. <laughs> uh, so looking at this game week, uh, if you hadn't a guess of my saltiness, uh, I actually went up against our guest uh, of this podcast, this episode, a former commissioner bowler. We can start with that one. I suppose, get it out of the way early, rip off that Band-Aid. Uh, Bowler, you did win. I, you did win, and it came down to the wire, I want to say. It came, Cash it did came, nothing for me. It came down to the wire if Cash got an attack in return against Forrest, which it it could happen. They Their defence is garbage most of the time. But I forget but, how much how garbage Villa are as well. Bowler is very good etiquette, Johnny. I don't know what it's like when you're up against him, but he does text you... Um, individually like through your private chat and, and does sort of kind of spend that time holding your hand which you did for this week for me just so it's going to be okay so it's, it's a nice touch because a lot of managers don't do that i mean it is a nice touch but i, I think we need to it is tough alex because you know you're my loyal boy Hello. but bowler played a great game he did 64 bowler played a great game 64 is a great points, and it's not like it's not like it was all, you know, he got like 36 from one play because he captained someone who scored a hat-trick. He, he got a lot, 10, 7, 7, 7, 12, 2, 8, 6. He got mm. some serious points across the board, which is an all-round great performance from Bowler. Uh, it, Thank uh, you very much. I was happy with how how it went. Um, it, I, get, I, got, I got I did get lucky with some pickups just doing um, turning up. It's, you can't always guarantee that. Castagne was... One that I did not expect to get a clean sheet oh. when Leicester went and conceded straight after. Mm. That was very nice when that happens. I'll let, I'll let you know a little little thing. I normally do pickups on a Thursday or Friday morning. It's just a habit I get into now. And I I thought Castane, if that is that pronounced correctly, Bowler, should you hear? Castagne. Castagne. It's yeah. Castagne. I think I said I think that. I got if, it wrong, if, yeah. if not, drink. But um. It's actually me drinking some uh, some Cabernet. Everyone for the stuff. Oh, a little shut uh, enough to pop. Shut that to pop. <laughs> uh, Castagne and I looked at Welbeck thinking they were both available. And Dakar. And they were all in your bloody squad. <laughs> I'm thinking, oh, oh. bloody hell. Like, oh. It's one of those things where you like look in the chat really quickly and go, I can't find them. They must be free. And like, I did the control F and the Excel sheet. Yeah. And there they, there well, they both I, were. I came close to losing certain players just because I've had Ian in my ear for a while about making a trade. And he was trying to get a kanji off me. He was trying to, he was trying to get a, a few other players and stuff like that. So, aren't, uh, aren't you bored to death with fucking Ian trying to take trades with you constantly? It, he backed out of a trade. He proposed a trade to me. I was actually thinking that ruminating about actually taking it, and then he went actually in my head. This is so Lee's Bailey. And I was like, actually no, it's not good for me. I, I'm gonna cancel that. Good day to you. Wow. <laughs> it's interesting that he's putting some big offers on the table, and we were having good talks about why it wouldn't work and why I wasn't on board with it. But 
a lot of time I go on my gut feelings on players and I just wasn't feeling it on some of them. If you couldn't tell, obviously I lost. It was a 64 to 54. The only saving grace morsel I will take from that is that 54 is a pretty good score and I beat my 40s consistency, which, which I normally... Uh, get to brag about on this, which normally defeats managers. That's, that, that's, that's, that's a bit, I, I, that made me sad, that's to be honest, because you know how on board I was for your consistency. I, you, I wanted another 42 out of you, Miller. I was really disappointed you didn't get 42 points, because I think once I broke, when I was started on Sunday with like 50 points, I just, I sent you a message saying the game was over because I scored over 42, and then you decided <laughs> to score more. <laughs> you poked the bear, Bola. Uh, <laughs> rawr. Uh, looking on to other news, guys, hold the front page because it's another loss for Lord Matthew, the birthday boy. Top of the table gets his second loss of the season. And it's none other against Mr. Finalist swing and a miss. I guess it'll be my season next season. Nichols, 65 to 52, another high scoring game. Um, and Hallen, Hallen did return. He got 12 points as captain. So it proves that he he can be defeated the mountain, uh, and Nichols with Cancelo and De Bruyne turning up for him did the job. Well, Nichols, yeah, Nichols really turned up. Like it was, um, it wasn't even just going down to Cancelo and KDB who did get some very good returns. There's also people like Solanke getting eight, Wilson getting five, Davies getting six. It's just he had returns across the board, and then obviously had that mega haul off Cancelo. Mm-hmm. That trade from Ian, we've mentioned it before in the podcast, but losing Cancelo, I mean, I know Ian's probably pretty sitting quite happy right now. King in the castle, king in the castle. But have a chair, when have you a watch chair. Cancelo play, you think, oh, he's, he's one of the best wingers in the league and he plays left back or right back. Luke also but, got yeah. Solanke in that trade. Yeah. So actually that trade helped him out a lot this week because he needed everything to beat Luke. Um, who obviously was a little bit top-heavy again with Haaland and Martinelli because he had a lot of twos on the board. But, um, but yeah, big great performance from Nichols. This close pick up Kudabali Kudabali as, well. as well. I think, yeah, Bat's still just got such a strong team across the board. It it worries me. Look, Bowler, you might not have heard this before, but it's something which we do say in this podcast quite a bit, and Johnny will back me up on this. But th- this game, what we play, it's not a sprint. It's a marathon. It is a marathon. And... <laughs> Yeah, it's a bingo turn. It is a bingo. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> but Bat will not be deterred from this. He will go strong. This will put fire in his belly. It, it scares me, actually. It scares me because the next victim, whoever has him next, it scares should, me, Miller. Should be you know exactly what you're doing. Should be quaking in their boots. I, I really think yeah, this almost might anger Bat into actually trying next week. That you know, this will keep the other manager up all night worrying of how they are just going to not be bent over completely and lose their goal difference. They've worked so hard to build. Do you reckon Bat could hit triple digits next week? I'm, yes. I am guessing that. <laughs> he could. I, I, I'm, I'm quaking already. My headset just fell off. Like the mic's going all squiffy. Like every time every time I go around a corner, I just see like dark figures like jumping out at me. You see bat-shaped figures. Yeah. yeah. It's just horrendous. He sent he sent the proverbial bat army towards me to the northeast to torture me up until this weekend begins. It's like like we say, Miller, you've got to play the man. And currently, bat is living rent free in my head. <laughs> uh, should, should we uh, should we talk about mine? Because yes, you know, thirty six points for me. Uh, Steph with fifty eight. He's on a roll, a great captaincy with Saka, who brought in 30 for him. 
Uh, and that was the game week. That was the GG right there. That was the, the nail in the coffin. 30 points from Saka. Because I thought I was, you know, got an assist from Odegaard, got, you know, a couple of goals from Bruno, pick up. Captain Bernardo Silva, who didn't do anything, but did get me six points in total, which sometimes we've talked about a clean sheet for a midfielder on a good day. Gets you six, even if they don't score. And then he just goes and absolutely rolls me with Saka. Uh, like almost yeah that um, the, the torturous thing was I celebrated all of those points you know? why wouldn't you I celebrated why, all of those why points why wouldn't you what Saka did against that middle table team from the north was beautiful it's a joy to behold joy, the, joy. that Arsenal Liverpool game was huge that thing just because Diaz going off injured at half, like before half time with that Trent going off injured at half time yeah that just killed any hope if you come back for you really Oh yeah, it did. Look at it him it's taking killed, such pride. It, not only is it killed, killed that pride league, in criticizing his own players for his own team. Yeah. I'm trying to be impartial, unlike uh, two other hosts here. Uh, he didn't turn up for the game. No reason. He just didn't turn up. Play that song. Oh no, that's all from Mitrovic. He, he's not yeah. returned anything since we dissected him quite uh, thoroughly a few games. Also, ago. since and you convinced me to name him as a him as a captain, ever since then. He's been on a downward spiral. Excellent. Stop your meddling with my team, Miller. You are you are my main rival this season, if I'm honest, Johnny. Not only my Miller co-host, but my best you friend. With kindness right now, Johnny. That's what he does, Bowler. Gets in your head. Full mm. sense of security. And then before you know it, Steph's getting a 57 bomb on you, and there's nothing you can do about it. 58 is a great score, isn't it? Steph, Steph shut us up, because we've been criticising Steph for quite a while now, just being a bit of a... Yeah. He's just been laying dormant. I feel like if yes. you break 50 any week, you've you've had a good weekend, you'll win more matches than not, really. Not if you're me, though. <laughs> I said more matches than most. Still the odd one that... Uh, oh, look, stop, than you. stop bringing this back to our game. We've look, gone through that now. Let's move on. We're moving on to Richard versus Joe. And remember earlier, Johnny, remember earlier when I said that you should always, always beat Joe. Remember that you should. It's the bye. That's why we call it the bye week, Miller, because you bye. should always win. Should but what bye. happened? And Joe always then says bye bye to any points. That's why we call it the bye week. But what happened? Let me tell you what happened. Describe Joe. it. Joe rose from the ashes, the ashes of despair, the ashes of being a loser, <laughs> the ashes of the Eva Canero 2021-2022 championship. He decided, you know what? I fancy this. And who better, what better? Give me that lamb I can slaughter. What's the lamb? We call the lamb Richard. And what did he do? He made, <laughs> he made an example out of Richard. He didn't even look down when he cut his throat. He looked at all of us going, yeah, I'm here. You better be scared. You better be quaking. Wow. So ba- basically, he won wow. 62 48. Can I just he say, take, can we take a second to address that that anecdotal journey that Miller just went on describing Joe's game week? I don't think anyone has it, described Joe's performances with such vigor and enthusiasm. It was biblical. It was, I, truly. I was, I was lost there. Where, where was I, guys? Where, are you, you're back in the room. Oh, all good. Uh, yeah, so he won uh, 62-46, I said 48 in a second ago, 46 against Richard. He just, these players did bits, as the youth say. They did bits. Well, I mean, did you know what's annoying? Richard, 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 
actually 46 is a good score. It is. So it's a frustrating loss, I think. It's just, yeah, Joe's had returns from everyone and he's Bowen is now starting to return for him every, like consecutive weeks now. So he's actually got a consistent captain choice. Can I also just bring something up? Ronaldo score. What you what you just said, Bowen, may, may triggered triggered something in my memory from this past weekend with Richard. I I know that Richard was out till at least 5:30 come Saturday morning. So from Friday night to Saturday morning, he he was not with it come Saturday afternoon when he needed to post his team. I know for a fact he did not name a captain. I know for a fact. You should never, Because after never. the game weeks began, obviously we had the later kickoff on the Saturday afternoon, didn't we? He was in a bar in Leeds with a beer and I saw him change and add a captain to an Arsenal player. And the exact phrase was, well, Arsenal haven't played yet, so it's fine. Wrong, 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 wrong. You're wrong, you're wrong. Are you saying there was a a Judas incident happening in this league? And I've waited for the platform of the pod to drop that little bomb because I'm looking at Richard's uh, Google sheet and there is a captain sign next to Gabriel. And a vice captain next Zinchenko. Who would do that? Who would Who vice would? captain and captain two Arsenal defenders? Because he knew that was the only players he had left to like to play. It didn't really help him though. But it's it the, really him, but that, it's the that ethical also, dilemma. Uh, it depends on. Well, it's not just an ethical dilemma. It's the last person who did something like that got severe penalties. Severe penalty. I remember. I remember I was at work when Bailey called me and he said, I was like, this is strange. Bailey's calling me in the middle of the day while I'm at work. You know, the children just got out to play. My phone rang. I was like, Bailey, what's wrong? This must be an emergency. He was like, it is. There has been uh, a Judas move from the man who shall not be named, who has been kicked from the league, who named his captain to get extra points to win a game week. And albeit Richard, it didn't do anything for him, but we need to address this with an iron fist. Don't you agree, Bola? Yeah, I I do agree. I think it was like a was it like a 20-point penalty or something like that that the person got? And that puts Joe ninth then if uh that happens. No, don't like that. But I... it's also like it's a you've got a set of precedent. You can't be changing your we've relied on trust with not locking but... these spreadsheets so we can do yeah. scores. If we can't trust each other to not edit our teams, we, we are nothing. I am banging at the door of Justice Joe, small man commissioner. This is his chance to show us. If we get a warning for typing in the chat, wrong chat, what do you get for ch- changing captaincy? I, and, lock- I know we're asking a hard thing for a small man to stand up tall, but he needs to, to stand up to this disgraceful behaviour. I am lost. There has to be an inquiry. I am lost without you, Joe, if you do not, if you do not strike swift justice down on this, because we need to put him in his place straight away to realise that this will not be tolerated. And more importantly, Joe, that spreadsheet should be locked. So this can't happen. Is this what Also, not to mention, by the way, he did it against Joe. He did it against the commissioner. He doesn't even care. Oh, my God. It's like, it's literally like the double standard. It's just like, not only did he break the rules... He broke the rules in a game week versus the commissioner. This shows that 
people do not fear the authority of Bignall like they did with Bowler. Okay. <laughs> oh. I, I, you, you've got to rule with an iron fist in these situations. And that's and, coming uh, That's coming from the wet blanket of the commissioner we had for two years, Bowler, isn't it? <laughs> that's coming from the uh, admin administration. Ooh. Ooh. I like that. You are. Um, so, yes, we'll tune in next week, guys, to find ooh. out what happens with this serious issue. I'm expecting reporters on Joe's uh, front front lawn uh, as we speak. I mean, I'd be surprised if they haven't been there all night in tents, Bowler. <laughs> just, it's, it's a, this is a huge story. Just that yeah. anyone who's listening who wants to get into this sport, never ever, as a principal, leave your team after midnight on a Friday to pick it and set it. You don't want to be touching it Saturday. The only time you touch it slightly Saturday is when the lineups come out and you're not got a player. But it should be there in place by Friday, I would say. Well, it has to be this week. It has to be because we got a game on Friday. So, which I, who knows, what if Richard just doesn't name his team and then all of a sudden come Saturday morning, he's named his team. It's just, we've got, you know, this, this we don't want this to slow. snowball. So, uh, you're right, Bowler. I hope those, I hope those news reporters have, have found Joe's, Joe's house in the Shire. And I hope they've, they're knocking on that small round door. Saying, what are you going to do about this? Yeah. <laughs> I hope you can handle it. Right. Bowler, please take me home on these scores for game week 10 because you're the only person in this chat who actually won this week. You have the privilege of reading out Aaron Bake Off Price's we, score. We have, we have uh, the person I'm replacing on the pod this week. Uh, he scored 35 this week, um, this week against Ian's impressive 66. Now that is. Some score. Aaron's like second hammering this year already. He, this was not a good performance from him. He got the worst score of the week. It's that's worrying, really. He, he I, got I don't over. think he got the worst score of the week, did he? Yeah, I think it was. Oh, he did. Yeah. He did. Well, yeah. outscored him by one. Yeah, I outscored it high at that valuable one point. You've already blocked this game week from your memory, have you? Yeah, I'm not, I don't want to relive it. But yeah, you're right, Bowler. He had a tough week. You look at those scores. If you just glance across the dock and you see twos and ones, you know it was a struggle for somebody. And that Your was best score is eight points. And that's... Yeah. And then you got you got Ian, who, like you said, read the tea leaves. These pickups, like... Oh, don't, he, I can't bear to talk about Ian's... Ian's captaincy and his pickups. I mean, um, yeah, Johnny, that is that is all on you for that. Yeah, so I've been trying to trade Riyad Mahrez for weeks now, listeners, okay? And he's been, he's already, he's only had 12 points total up until this this last game week. Uh, he's kind of not let me have that flex position because I've wanted to hold on to him, you know. Uh, the Steph position. I didn't want to go full Steph and have four <laughs> flex players. Yeah. And then anyway, so I finally decided to drop Mares. I dropped him. Uh, Ian picked him up instantly, as quick as you like. Like he was just sat watching the group. Well, that was a freebie. Is that and, when you know it's a mistake? When someone yeah, immediately picks up your player? Up, yeah. And then, and then to rub it in, not only did he pick him up, he named him in his team. Not only did he name him in his team, he captained him. And they completely goddamn disrespected me, little idiots! Idiots! And then Mares goes and returns for him, and there, Bailey pulls home 16 points. The only saving grace is that when I dropped him, I pricked up Bruno G, who did bring home 15 points for me. So there was, you know, I did better off having Bruno, but in the long run, it just makes you feel 
a little bit rubbish <laughs> when you see something like that happen and you take a uh, take a loss of the game week. So, so yeah. But well done, Ian. Ashley Young inspired pickup as well. Mm-hmm. I have no idea really, how he's the one that's impressed me the most actually is Brock Kepper. He's got in. He got in there early when Potter came really to judge. Early. Really, and early. got in. Kepu starting, giving, and then because they he sorted out the defense as well. Like he's getting clean sheets all over the board with it. Yeah, he's done. He's doubled up on Chelsea goalkeepers, which is I think probably That's the a- most Bailey thing I've ever heard. It's like, oh yeah, I, yeah, I have both Chelsea goalkeepers just in case, and I have both Spurs left backs just in case. Yeah, just in case, and yeah, he goes and drops sixty six points in a game week victory. I am God. So yeah, I think we have to tip our cap to him. He's got both Spurs left backs, but they both get played. Like one gets played right wing back now. Yeah, it's outrageous. <laughs> it's outrageous. Uh, Tony brought him, got him points again. Uh, Kane obviously is is a threat every week. Um, so yeah, big big win from Bailey, and you know that sums up uh, sums up those game week points, doesn't it, Miller? Only, only positive for our Bake Off friend is that Skamaka is now finding a bit of form, and we tried to get him to drop it the other day. So he is. Well enough for not listening to us, Bake Off. You've done well. Should we? Uh, should we take a break, Miller? We could take a break. Uh, does Adam want to? Sorry, do I call you Adam? That's strange. Uh, Bowler, do you want to take a guess who our mystery player this episode is? I'm gonna go. Hugo Lloris. Wrong. A good guess. Johnny, you'd have to go now. You can go whenever you want. We can, you can, why don't you go after this break? Have time to... I'll go after the there. break. I'll go after the break. Go for a break. Right, come, come back, join us after this break and listen to some maybe ads if I could be one to put them in. See ya. Oh, that break, Johnny. Thank God you introduced it to this podcast because before that, we were just free-flowing in nothingness, really. Listen, breakless podcasts are not the way. You need to have well-structured breaks. You know, it's a professional Absolutely. element. Johnny, the guess is yours, but before you maybe have it, has it a guess, uh, just for anyone who is keeping tabs at home, the current standings, the table of this league, it currently looks with obviously Baffy on top. He's currently on top of 22 points. He did suffer his only second loss, but he does have seven wins on his belt. In second, it is none other than the super host himself. That is me. Thank you for agreeing on 19 points a second. And where we have out of nowhere in third place now is former commissioner Ian Bailey, the founder of this league, in third place of 16 points. But just below him, because of that lesser goal difference, it is my guest co-host, Johnny Snelling, on 16 points. But guess what? 16 is the magic number, people, because our guest this uh, on this evening's podcast Bowler on 16 points as well. You little devil, where did you come from? I can see the worry on Johnny's face. <laughs> I don't get nervous, but I'm starting to get a bit shaky, you know? I mean, I'm a little bit worried. 16 points apiece, boys. How are you feeling at the uh it's the quarter, it's at the, the quarter mark, isn't it? We're at the quarter mark. Or the third. I don't yeah. know. I should know. Uh, well, there's there's half 38 uh, games, isn't there? Yeah. Yeah, so 36 games in the league though for us. So. 36, yeah. So we're about a third of way through. Third I'll give you that yeah. Yeah. You two neck and neck. We'll give you that. We'll give you that. Finish. Well, this is it. I said recently that I'd had a great start to the season and I was worried because I wasn't far enough ahead for that great start to give me a little bit of leeway for 
what's happened to me the last few weeks, you know? And lo and behold, those little trolls down there at the bottom of the, the table in sixth, seventh, and eighth have clawed their way up. Nipping, and, nipping uh, at you. Nipping at the heels. And now me and Bull are neck and neck on 16 points. Um, I've still got him on goal difference, though. Um, but Ian has overtaken me on goal difference, uh, which is, you know, slightly traumatic. But yeah, it's all getting a little bit too close for comfort there. Not to mention below us, Bowler, and I'm sure you can share in my fear, mm-hmm. is four more members of the league all stuck on 13 points. And that reads as Steph, Nichols, Rich, and our usual guest host, Aaron Bakeoff Price. But have no fear, people, that the world still makes sense. There's still order because, as you could probably guess, Joe is still rock bottom on four points after getting his first actual win and not a free hand me out point from our beloved late queen. Uh, it is the yeah, Joe Smallman Bignall, uh, 10th position. Tight, tight I, at the bottom. I really don't like feeling that one one bad result puts me towards the bottom or puts Johnny to the towards the. Like, yeah. I'm currently fourth and I've been near the top for a while. One, if I lose this week, I could be ninth. Well, no, I, I couldn't be because my, my goal difference isn't going to drop that significantly. But, but you can drop still, like sixth, seventh, yeah, and then it's and just then it's free fall. You're in free fall. And, and that, I mean, my, I think. Miller, don't consider only... yourself safe right now because no. that is six points away from ninth. Or, <laughs> I, or, or bowler, let's flip it around. I am three points and a big hall one game week from being first no no let's get a point yes that's that's this is the view of the league this year it's like every you have to be you have to be on it every week because you could also easily end up being fourth next week if you lose because if ian and myself or ian johnny win we can overtake you because the goal difference why did i invite you on here (laughs) to to bring you back to reality miller you're floating too high it's like, call you gravity. <laughs> also, uh, something, that is, is just, something that's just uh, struck me. Miller is second place, and if you can't tell, listeners, he's second and he's feeling good about it. He's chopped to bits, he is. He's only scored five more points than me in these 10 game weeks. Only five more. And yet I, I am sat on the rocks of despair, ready to free fall. And Miller is flying high. Five he points. He scored eight less than me. Yeah. It's outrageous, isn't it, Yeah. Do you know why, Bowler? I, I'm sitting on a 25 goal difference because for some reason I've got 430 points being scored against me. <laughs> Bowler, do you know why? Do you, you know why I'm second? I'm playing the man every week. Yes. Bingo. <laughs> <laughs> for the YouTube watchers, the stream team. I hope you enjoyed Miller's face then when he made that sound. He loves a bit of podcast bingo. <laughs> uh, Johnny, can I have your guess, please? Keep people. Uh, yeah, is it James Milner? Oh, I love that outlandish guess. I do, but it's not correct. But thank you, <sighs> thank you for submitting that. Uh, you get another clue, people. And yes. Uh, let me let you. I'll let you ponder for a bit. But this uh, this player is a winger. Ooh. Mm. Ooh. Uh, mm. So. <gasps> You can't, it's not your guess. It's not your guess. Don't you dare. I know it's not my turn. I've had an idea. No, actually, that makes no sense. It makes no sense. Um, I retract my excitement. Just quickly on the 
topic of form and uh, output and the table look at the power rankings we're bringing that back why not it's been a couple of weeks few podcast episodes jolly do you want to run us through the last uh power rankings standings as we have it in front yeah of us? we're gonna we're gonna talk about we're gonna focus mainly on on um point totals because we find it interesting how well is your team doing what points are you accumulating uh, it's usually a telltale sign for your progression through this league or your suffering now we're going to start with bat and obviously he's had great success recently his last two point totals 71 and 52 giving him a total of 123 is the most points scored uh, throughout the last two game weeks Okay, so I don't think it would have taken a genius to figure that out. Okay, um, and that has provided him with that sweet, sweet score, giving him one win and one loss as well uh, in those last two weeks. If we drop down to my permanent host, hello, hostess with the mostest, <laughs> Alex Miller. You think this, this, everyone thinks, oh, this, this cockiness is misplaced. It's not misplaced. Okay. He has scored 122 points over the last two game weeks, only one shy of the great and powerful Lord Matthew, with racking up a 68 and a 54, which, Abola, you can agree with me, that is some strong, strong points. Yeah, Bell Rob, say it. Say that, it. That, that, that is some very good hauls. It is a, it is a change from Mr. Consistency to he started to improve on it and be put up higher scores. It's an impressive, it's impressive scores. It's I can't argue I, against that. And I'm glad you said that, Miller. Uh, Bowler. Sorry, I'm so used to agreeing with Alex Miller that it just sometimes flops out of my mouth. Yeah, 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 yeah. And all suddenly uh, sound the same, apparently. The- <laughs> um, and I'm glad you brought that up because not only have you scored 122 points, Miller. Adam Bowler has also racked up 122 points Bravo. over the last uh, two game weeks, racking up a 58 and a 64, uh, which is just great stuff. And then, as if things weren't tight enough over the last two game weeks, Bailey also brings in 122 points. So I'm starting to smell some 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 fishy going on here. Three Southern boys all bringing in 122 points over the last two game weeks. Well, hello, Gander. And, uh, and I just don't like it. I feel like there's some kind of secret coffee shop meetings going on that we're not privy to in the North. Um, and you've been well, helping each other out. That coffee shop better be locally sourced and it better have skim, or not even skim milk anymore, soy milk. You want a little bit and, of oat um, milk? I don't know. Definitely. Yeah, down south, we have the best tea leaves available as well. So oh. Yeah, Bailey reads those sweet, sweet tea leaves, which has landed him two wins uh, in those two game weeks that I referred to. Um I'm just absolutely gobsmacked by the fact we've got four four members of this league racking up 123, 122 points over the last two game weeks. It is outstanding. It just shows how high the competition is. The quality is um, there. On the flip side of that, you know, we've got a little, we've got some middle of the pack guys. Steph with a 57 and a 58. He might be coming for the Mr. Consistency crown. If he can have another 57 this week or a 58, I think we might have to dub uh, Steph the... Uh, the new Captain Consistency. Um, he's also just finished on a win this week, which is quite nice for him. Um, Nichols bringing in 110 points, a 45 and a 65. I'm very impressed with Nichols recently. Mm-hmm. He, he looked like he was going to be a, a sure fine member of the Titus community. Uh, 
he thought his residency in Spain was going to be prolonged. But in the last few weeks, he's really racked up some points. And I think Man City's dominance, De Bruyne's creativity is definitely linked to that. We, we uh, talked about it at a coffee morning. Um, oh, I bet he did. No, but he, where's he, his he extra 12 points? He left 12 points on the table, did he? He's just building up. He's just, he's just building up. As, we're slow burners. <laughs> he's not going to lift 100 kg straight away, is he? He's got to start lifting that 35 He's got to start kg. somewhere. Well, speaking of starting somewhere, lifting one kg weights, Joe has got 103 points over the last two game weeks. A distinct improvement from his, you know, how he started. You know, he's on 41 and 62 in the last two game weeks. He's got his very first win. He's probably feeling pretty good. But he has to go up next week against his compatriot, his fellow Southern boy, Ian Bailey, next week. And I think Ian will roll him. Now we get to... So now the, there's a severe drop-off in the next three teams. Yeah, thanks, thanks, Bowler. I was going <laughs> nice, to do this slight, nice. slightly more gracefully than that. Um, but as I, as I look at it here, uh, Aaron Bakeoff price with 76 points over the last two game weeks did sneak a win in one of those matchups. But unfortunately, it took a loss this week. Then I come in with 69 points. Nice. 33 and 36 points in the last two game weeks, which is tragic. Uh, absolutely tragic. I'm and glad nice you back said to it. Back, glad you said back it. to back losses for me. Uh, and I am struggling in my last five games. I go loss, draw, thanks to the Queen. W, loss, loss. And that is just, that is the rockiest my road has been. And question um, to you. Who yeah. is your next fixture? Uh, my next fixture is the great and powerful Lord Matthew. Please have mercy on me, Matthew. Have mercy on my soul, Matthew. Uh, my saving only grace saving grace. You, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, the saving grace for you, there is, uh, you've got Rich there, putting up 66 points over the last two weeks. Yeah, he makes me look good, doesn't he? he does. <laughs> I mean, it's, it turns out, we said that the Queen gave a nice draw to Joe, but I'm thinking she gave a nice draw to Rich because otherwise that is a lot of losses in a row. Yeah, that is. That would have been five losses in a row, probably. Uh, we did talk on this podcast about Richard's beginner's luck as he was. <laughs> he won four of his first five games and then it, he has had a, a distinct crashing back down to earth and he's now no wins in his last five. So great start and a terrible last five game weeks for Richard. But... I'd like to say that the power rankings look favorably on my past, which they do, but they do not look favorably on my future. Very poetic, that was. Uh, I'm struggling, man. I'm struggling. We're going to put that on our tea towel. We're going to release some merch. Yeah, yeah. when we release some merch, it'll be on a little a little uh, tea towel to dry your tears <laughs> when you lose your fantasy game week. Uh, but yeah, the table reflects this these power rankings, you know? Uh, I, you can't you can't overlook the the surge from the south. You King's cannot. Landing has awoken, and Bowler, Miller, and Ian all with 122 points in the last two game weeks. Uh, definitely, they are making the power rankings look scary. With that being said, said, I think the south started to improve the moment that, it got pointed out that the south was not performing at all in the league. Thank you. So yeah. We have you to thank, thank you. for it, Johnny. Really. With that being said, Bowler, <laughs> would you would you mind doing me the honour of reading out the current South versus North tally? Uh, second. So there has been 25 fixtures played between so far between a Southerner and a Northerner. 
The North is still in front with 14 wins. Can I just say However, st- still, still is important because that 14 has been frozen for the last three <laughs> game weeks. And it has now dropped to, and uh, now it's 11 wins for the South. <laughs> with, with Ian, Joe and Nichols being, being Northerners in the last week. Is that eight wins for the South in a row? I think it must be, yeah. I think that must be, yeah. It was, I think we it was... were up 14-3 at one point. Yeah. And I was like, wow, you guys are terrible at this game. <laughs> and then since then, my Lord, has there been a quick change of pace. And that's why you can't rest on your laurels in this league. No. You can't let it slip through your fingers. Not it's a vicious, a vicious cycle of emotions. Eva is a cruel mistress. She is. She is. She is. She she is. Think, Please, Eva, don't leave me. Don't leave me on this. And she didn't, she stayed with us and she went, you know what, you guys need it the most. You need the help. Off we go. I'm going to awaken Commissioner Joe. And he is, back. Give, him, give him Richard. Off we go. That's going to be a contribution. <laughs> Here we go, boys. Here we go. Oh, please don't do the biblical speech again. <laughs> Why not? It's, it's, we've got a whole new audience now. It was rousing. I'll tell you that. Ooh, arousing. Nice. So that is the North versus South, but kind of, Keeping this momentum, the fumes of this energy, Johnny, would you like to talk us through a new segment you'd like to uh, carry out? Yes, I am going to introduce a new segment, guys. Uh, and it is a segment that has, is, is, it's multifaceted. It's got different angles to look at. But we're going to call this, for the fans, because we know they like a little nickname, a little term, we're going to call this the Judd List. Ooh. And the Judd List Stands for Johnny's Under Duress List. And this could be anyone in the Premier League, a player, a manager, or a fantasy manager in our Eve Caniero League that I believe is under duress, is under pressure to perform in this coming game week based on how things have gone from the power rankings or the past and where their future lies. So I'm going to give you every week, I'm going to give you three people that I believe are under duress moving forward to game week 11. Okay. And feel free to agree, disagree, or Miller and Buller, add someone else that you believe is under pressure for game week 11. Oh, Do we get the worry. concept? Absolutely. Yes. Don't you worry. We will be. Adding. It's the Judd list. It's here for the very first time. Johnny's under duress. Enter theme. Hmm. place at the third spot on the list and I don't think anyone can disagree with this under duress is Jurgen Klopp the man is under a lot of pressure he's got injuries his team's at 10th in the table and they're not performing well they're just coming off a loss to Arsenal and what do they have in store for them this coming game week oh a trip to Manchester City for a Haaland bashing okay so for me, it's clear on the on the under duress list, we've got Jurgen Klopp. He needs a big week in game week 11. He cannot just rest on his laurels. If only we had a Liverpool fan we could talk to about this. <laughs> yeah, we, we could do with a Liverpool fan to sort of cast, you know, a, you know, an unbiased opinion upon this suggestion. Yeah, no, he has um, some serious issues to try and sort out with this team. They don't look anywhere near as um, 
hungry as they have been the past few seasons when they've set really high standards. Um, there's some tactical problems where it's the same goal being scored over and over again. It's it's also it's just there's so there's something not quite right. It's just I, I yeah it's just it's just not working at the moment and it's big players are just not playing like themselves anymore. You got Van Dyke who didn't make any errors in the past is now making errors all the time. It's Trent looks like Maguire defending. Tell me about it. it. He's in my blooming team. It's it's just more it's. It, it just do, the basic things that they're doing is just wrong. It's like they're just doing the those Arsenal goals. It's you can stop them by you can't you can't you can by you defending can't. better. You can't. you can't you can't. We are inevitable bowler. <sighs> anyway, because yes, there was definitely no defensive mistakes there, but fine. <laughs> anyway, listen. Third on the list is Jurgen Klopp. He is under pressure. He's got a big week coming up. Second on the list, and I'd like to get your opinion on this, but second on the list is Aaron Price. The man is under serious duress. I, firstly, don't appreciate him relinquishing his podcast duties uh, because he doesn't believe in the on-demand services that are provided on Channel 4. (laughs) And that's the first thing. Secondly, he's sitting ninth in our Eva Caniero league table. Ninth place. He has got a horrible... Minus 76 goal difference. He has, in the last few weeks, he's had a loss, scraped through a win, a loss, and then the draw that was given to everybody. He started the season with three losses out of four. Uh, He's only scored 76 points in the last two weeks. And his first pick has been highly mocked, shall we say, Taking Salah in as first in our in our draft when Haaland was obviously on the table. Special officer Doobie reporting. And I just think that he's under a lot of pressure because he could silence some some doubters this week. If he goes out and gets a big score in game week eleven, maybe separates himself briefly from the pack, fixes that goal difference. That would go a long way for Aaron Aaron season. So you can either see this list as an indictment or you know uh, inspiration. You know if you're on the Judd list, are we going to inspire? or indict you for your performance. But Aaron, definitely number two on the on the list this week. To be fair, his up-and-coming fixture, is that a fair assessment of him improving? Because he does have his lamb week. <laughs> I mean, I, Price was one of... When you when you suggest said about this segment, the first person that came to mind was, was Price, just because he's the third lowest scorer in the league right now. So that's after 10 games, he's the third lowest. Yeah. And... His squad is just ravaged by injuries and it's players that he's not going to drop because they're players that w- people have big enough squads that they could sit on these players and wait for them to come back. And it's the previous person, Klopp, is a perfect example for Salah is basically in that camp as well. Just nothing like himself. So it's hard exactly. to see where... That, where it's going to come from, isn't it? And that's why I think he fits perfectly on the under under duress list. He's got a lot to live up to this week. But because he's on the list, we put it in the public eye. Use this, Aaron, as an inspiration. It's so okay. easy, easy being honest about Aaron when he's not here. It's so, <laughs> so easy. But that leads me to number one on Johnny's under duress list for this game week. And I can you can probably imagine that this, is, this was quite difficult for me. But I have always said that 
I take this role seriously. Miller has given me great pride and honour to be on this podcast. And therefore, I have to be objective. I have to be sincere. And I have to have integrity. Which is why I am number one on Johnny's under duress list. Two game weeks in a row, two losses. Ah, thank you for the standing ovation, boys. For the YouTube listeners, listeners, watchers, you can see that uh, the boys uh, appreciate my honesty. But two losses uh, in the last two game weeks, a measly 33 points, 36 points, a failure to captain correctly, and now squad injuries, throw in there, dropping Mares, who came through from Man City this week. There is a lot of pressure on me. I'm free falling down the table. My squad is not performing as it was at the beginning of the season. And I would be doing the podcast and this new segment a disservice if I did not put myself top of that list. So, boys, thoughts? Agreed. Absolutely agree. I, I was, and Bora and I have talked about this and we had the recording, which we might put at the end just to prove to you, we were both going to select you. And we're glad that you went first. It's much easier now to uh, poke at you and uh, dissect this. But, you, yeah, <laughs> you, your form hasn't been what it was. You start off very strong. Maybe you peaked a bit early, but everyone goes for a lull. It's a marathon at the day, not a sprint. Just bingo. Bingo. <laughs> but you're, you're still um, you know, top four. That's playoff position. So I wouldn't be too harsh on yourself right now. You know, I wouldn't... But you've got a couple of with power rankings and those that form is 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 losses and low points, which we know in this league yeah. gets you only one place. And that is closer to Joe Bignall. It's yeah, I, I can't argue with anything you said about it. It's, it's just it's. You have you have been unfortunate with certain key players losing form with yeah. or injuries at this sort of time. You had Harrison who was on fire at the beginning of the season is just dried up. You got Vardy who was a it was a fun gamble, but it doesn't look like it's paying off really. Didn't pay off that one, did it? Mitch oh, oh, not just not coming to the goods. Arsenal have conceded quite a few goals recently, so there's clean sheets and Saliba's not coming through. Uh Trent injured now but also we he's got two uh zeros the last two game weeks uh, diaz was a shining, diaz. shining light for you and then diaz you know, out, out, out until after the world cup yeah, yeah. you got danny ings it's... are you gonna drop diaz no oh, i'm gonna try trade him i'm gonna try trade him someone who doesn't listen to the podcast oh, nice. I'm, I'm gonna try I, trade I, I i guarantee you'll try to see me trade him to richard this week bowler who do you reckon's the more hospital fc johnny or aaron it's me. Um, uh, yeah, no, I, I think it is. It, it was Aaron before, but he's got people like St. Maxman, who's now coming back into this team. He's got Bamford, who's now getting back in the team. It's only really um, uh, Stones and Fafana, really. Isak, I think, is going to be there in the next couple of games. Yeah, Diaz is injured. Trent's injured. Um, Vardy is old and injured. And Mitrovic literally just didn't turn up to a game this week. Ings just, doesn't really turn up, does he, either? No, Ings, no. Ings, Ings gets injured in the warm-ups. So, like, Your three strikers are Listen, painful. this is why I am under duress. I'm top of the list. I can see the darkness. I also, it's, I'm going to point out Thiago Silva, who is not going to be playing oh, yeah. two games a week. Yeah. It's um, Potter's rotating his defense, his team yeah. a lot. And he's also like fallen out of favour with the new manager. So, Richard, get ready for that. Diaz, Thiago Silva, Danny Ings trade package coming your way, son. I mean, who are you going to take off, Richard, though? Oh, I don't know, Bowler. I'm <laughs> reeling, okay? <laughs> so, 
So yeah, I think that wraps up the Judd list. It's a new segment. We like to see who's, you know, under pressure coming weeks. I was meaning to ask, had you guys already decided that it was me you wanted on that list? Have you got anyone else that you Absolutely. feel like might be under a little bit of game week 11 pressure? I do, if you don't, if you don't mind me going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's only because a player who would, did belong to my squad who now has been cast out like Nathaniel Collins, uh, Emerson Royale. Mm. Out for three games, City Red Card in the North Vietnam Derby, and just now doing a bit of research and also knowing Joe, he's not a favourable character at the club at all, and this could be his last um, opportunity. He, he might be out of the January transfer, classic, be loaned someone and never return again. That is a distinct amount of pressure. I would say if I was going to go for a player, it was probably going to be Coutinho, I think, is under big risk at the moment. Um, He's not getting any form of returns at Villa. And Villa's attack, he's going to be a big creative hub for them. And Villa's attacking like returns, like their XG is awful. They're not scoring goals. And the other day it was. Um, he got taken off before Buendia, so he doesn't. Been, doesn't he was like in and out, better. wasn't he? He was in and out, then injured, and then he's in the squad, but he's not returning. He is a perfect candidate for the list bowler. If I was gonna, if I was gonna add a fourth spot on this list, I would definitely put Coutinho on. I feel like I'm interrupting a first date or something, guys. Calm down. It kind of is. No. Anyway, stop. I, I, stop being friends. I, uh, I hope you enjoyed the slight. Uh, Detour for a new a new segment, guys. Are we, are we not it. gonna Are we not gonna put Sancho on there? Sancho for me, he could be on there. Obviously, he's under yep. pressure to perform game week eleven. But come on, you know it, it's if it was a five man list, he'd be on there. But it's a three man list, okay? Come on, three man list. We we all want to hear Adam's song, his favorite song. <laughs> to say, yeah, San, Sancho's close to it. He's he, he got he had um, Rashford ahead of him, and then Martial was down the middle, and then Ronaldo came on. So he hasn't been brought on at the moment. Look, so that's why points. you know he's on the bench. He's kind of shine away from the limelight. Mm-hmm. Look, okay, but on. maybe Just stop it. Stop being so calm under this. Like, we all know we want, <laughs> we want to hear the anthem being played. Oh, wait another week for it. <laughs> Just so you know, people, the reason the song's not coming on is because Sancho did not play a single minute for Man United against Everton. So he, I can't. I can't play. You can't yeah. do it. It can't, it's not fair. The integrity of the podcast comes first, doesn't it? it? It does. I don't know about you, Bowler, but I quite enjoyed that. That's quite a nice and natural segue from the uh, power rankings. Uh, I look forward to it returning soon. But um, I'll, I'll close it out here. We'll move on to some predictions, shall we? Let's do it. Excellent. Going to game week 11. Before we do that, does someone want to lodge a guess who this mystery player is? It's Bowler's turn. Um, who was my who was my guess? Who was my guess? A winger, a winger made sixty caps for his nation. Thirty five years old. Is I'll it throw uh, a, Dimit- a little spinball? Dim- little spinball. Still playing. Dimitri Payet. No, but good guess. Mark Albrighton. Oh, I like that. No, it's not Mark Albrighton. It's because you said he had he did bits in the league, and I remember, the, you know, the Albrighton storm of Leicester's championship year. Oh. Right. Well, I'll give you two clues to get speed us along a little bit. Uh, he could have played for Spain, but didn't. And he also started his career in League 1 at Lille in 2004. We'll come back after this break, people, and give these time, I give these guests some time to think about this. Stay tuned. Thank you. 
Thank you so much for sticking around, guys. I know these breaks can mean a disruption to your journey home when listening to this, and it may feel like it disrupts the flow, but it's very much needed for the creative minds of ourselves to keep the quality up. So thank you very much. We couldn't do this without you. But back to the podcast. Guys, go guess. Okay. It feels really left field to go for this. He might have played on the left field. No fucking way. Well done, Bowler. Who? Kevin Morales. Fucking brilliant. Oh, my word, Bowler. Bowler's I just remember it. him being in and out of that Belgium team for no reason. Oh, wow. Like he got, I kept some, getting played. I had some big ones. I'm really chuffed that you got that at the same time. I'm a little bit frustrated because I was hoping to really elongate this out. But well, Kevin wow. Morales. Just, just so people realise, Bowler got that from me saying he's 35 years old, six appearance, 60 appearances uh, for Belgium, being a winger, uh, and that he started his career in Ligue 1 in 2004 at Lille. I had that's why I, I could play for Spain. That's why he like, uh, he's a commissioner, a, a previous commissioner. That's why I'm all about the admin. I'm all about the stats. That's really good. <laughs> so my stat next, man. My next one was going to say he made 151 appearances for his Premier League club, scoring 29 goals. And then my final one would have been a double one, I think, was saying that he's played for Prem League and the Greek League, the Belgium League, Syria and Turkish League. And also he's played with Stones, Lukaku, Delefeu and uh, Kevin De Bruyne. Wow. Hopefully we've got it by then. But yeah, that well is... Done. Well done. That well done. Is... That's why you're not coming on every week, Bowler, because you're ruining this game. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love the, the secret segment. I know it won't be a secret segment anymore because I'll be anticipating it, but damn. Damn. Fun. Good fun. Oh, well done. Uh, anyone at home who got that, well done. You probably didn't get as fast as Bowler. Uh, what, we should, what we should have done is bleeped it out, Johnny. Oh. And then kept playing. And kept playing. Kept but, playing, yes. Yeah. And the fans could try and guess. See if they could do it faster than Bowler. Ah. Can you beat uh, Bowler? Can you beat the bowler? Beat the bowler. Beat the bowler. Beat the bowler. Beat the bowler. Don't know if I like singing "Beat the Bowler" if I'm honest, but beat oh, that bowler be off. quiet, bowler. Bowler. <laughs> Damn it! Damn it! Ah, oh, bowler! Every time I look for you, you do it. You do it. You amaze me somehow of that football knowledge, and you just <laughs> ah, well done, well done. Anyway. Moving on, guys, we have some fixtures to look at and dissect. Uh, we are going into game week 11. You eager beavers who love this podcast so much and listen to it on Tenterhooks. If you're not playing already, you should definitely download the FPO app and play along uh, and also play along with us. Keep up to date. We've got three of the brightest minds with ads. An example just given by Bowler, giving Kevin Morales of all people. Uh, actually, Bowler, you're both, both of you have been in the league many years. Was Kevin Morales much of a player who's picked up? Was he? Was he? Oh, featured? Yeah. I think he was one of those like ad drop players that you would you'd get for like a week. Everton had a good game. Oh, so a Steph he's... player. Yeah, so he would have been yeah. in Steph's midfield. <laughs> yeah, still is, baby. Let's have a look <laughs> <laughs> on the bench. Flex, mega flex. <laughs> I can't believe you got it. I'm so you can tell by my face, but all this the stream team, you can see my face. My eyes have gone even slightly more Asian than they you do normally because I just I, I can't believe he's done it. He's foiled me. He's done it. He showed me up. I, wow. I, I did feel it was a left field pick, but it was well done. Well done. Again, uh, you'll, you'll be playing alone, uh at home alone next week, hopefully. Um but <clears throat> And you won't ruin our fun, but thank you. Thank you for participating. Anywho, going to game week 11, we start off with Luke Nichols, who's fresh off a win, uh, going up against and person who's another fresh off a win, Adam 
but Magic Man gets a bowler. Uh, how <laughs> are you feeling, Bowler, going up against Nichols, oh. who's picked up a little bit of form, getting high points, high returns, squad's looking slightly more formidable than it once was. You know, any yeah. tactics, early doors going into this? Um, I'm feeling quite good for myself in that game. I feel like I'm I'm really quite happy with how my team's looking. It's been going well. The play, certain players are hitting more form. I've got my number one pick who's now starting to get some returns, which is always nice. Um, Nichols has got a very good team. So his, his big players being City players. Now, it just depends on how that City-Liverpool game goes. The only thing I can hope for really is that Haaland just takes all the points and doesn't leave any for the others. Yeah. I hope that that doesn't happen, but carry on. <laughs> Johnny, we'll get that, to you. I, I feel like I should be able to win. I think I've got enough enough output from my other players to make up for what he can do. It just depends if he has his captain go huge this, this game week or not. Yes, yeah, so I suppose if City wanted to share the wealth, as you've alluded to, um, yeah, Kevin De Bruyne is always going to be amongst it. Kinsella loves it. It really is actually a good duo he's got, isn't it? And it's sitting going yeah. well this season. Kinsella uh, and KDB, are, yeah, it, they're getting some huge points. Um, Kinsella just plays so far forward and plays in the middle. So he just, but him and De Bruyne, they're both putting balls into Foden and Haaland. It's, yeah, I've just got to hope it's, it's either like a deflection between Foden and Haaland to score. <laughs> And Johnny, as our Newcastle fan on this podcast, uh, Wilson's obviously going to start, isn't he? And he's, again, Newcastle looking very convincing. Uh, and he got a goal last week. You know, why couldn't he continue that? Uh, a little bit bittersweet for me, because obviously uh, it's my... I have a happy life when Newcastle win. And But I also dropped Wilson because I overreacted to a hamstring injury uh, at a moment in time I wish I could take back. Um, and now, you know... What can I say? He's probably going to help Nichols get another big point total. If I had to pick this game week, though, I... Oh, it's a toughie. It's I also a toughie. feel like Spain about Newcastle. I'm happy with Trippier. He's been getting really yeah. good returns for me. Yeah, Tripp- So, Trippier has been getting good returns. You know, the Newcastle defence has done pretty well, but he obviously has got snuck in there with a few assists as well. Uh, but, yeah, it's. I think if, I'm, if I've got to pick, I just think Nichols might edge it. I, I just think that Liverpool are reeling and I think De Bruyne is going to go big. I do. I think Cancelo, De Bruyne might carry him. Is he going to perform over Son? Um, Firmino, would you reckon Firmino's going to start, Bola, do you reckon? Yeah, I would say. I think I'm he'll have to. He'll have to with injuries, won't he? I'm very confident about Firmino starting um, because Jota will go out to the left and then it will be Firmino starting. Or um, I can see him still going for the 4-2-3-1 because... The, we don't have much of a midfield, so it'll be a Nunes up top, which is one thing that's very good for Steph going forward. Nunes is going to get more game time. Yeah, I'm going to have to agree with Johnny. I'm going to go with Nichols. I just don't see... Oh, Bowler. Bowler bashing <laughs> live live and direct. <laughs> Boy. Right, no, you, you lot can bet against me all you want. I'll, I'll still go and win. Oh, I love the confidence from that. Uh, and selfishly, I kind of want Nichols to win to slow you down, Bowler, from uh, getting closer to me and nipping at my heels as usual. So anything to slow your momentum down. I see you more as the biggest threat this season than Nichols. I fence Nichols because I'm doing a job for me. I just think Kevin De Bruyne and Cancelo will come away with points this game week. Uh, and you've also uh, got Shieldwell in there, you know, against Aston Villa. I'm not convinced by Aston Villa at all. 
Uh, and it's um, Chilwell's an interesting one for me just because if he as he's rotating around his players a lot, Chilwell started today is starting tonight for them against Milan. That might mean Cucurella is playing at the weekend. Mm, that's a point, actually. Okay, well, no. What's possible better? Would you rather play in the Champions League week in, week out, or would you rather play in the Premier League? Well, I mean, I'd rather not play for Chelsea. I'd rather play for Arsenal. What's hey. Self five, nice. Bazinga. <laughs> that one's for you, Brentner, our local Chelsea fan who tunes in to listen. Boo you. No, I, I do think the game will be close, but I think um, he also has made some good pickups of like Strauch, who's been getting got returns and stuff like that for him. So I'm not writing think, Nick was off. I just I think just, it's the Man City duo. Like they're, they're on form. You have to. You haven't got a choice. Bolo, you go for yourself. Yeah, I'm going for myself. Cool. Right, they're locked in, guys. Moving on. We've got top of the table going up against my permanent guest co-host, Johnny Snelling. I think we've alluded to this slightly throughout. If you haven't guessed, like, he's quaking in his little boots. But I'll be interested to actually get a full breakdown from Johnny. It could be canned as you want. How are you feeling, Johnny, going up against Matthew, who's just come off a loss? But as I said before, I think that's fire in his belly. To be candid, I am very afraid. If this is not the what I need right now, after two losses, I'd, I'd rather be playing Joe or Richard. You know, someone who can just, just give me a sprinkling of form back. Someone who can like help me get back to um, back to it. But I've got I've got Odegaard against Leeds, so I've got two of my midfielders playing each other. I've got Bernardo Silva in the Man City game, but you never know with Pep Roulette. Even though he is playing, he's playing a little bit deeper. He's not really been in those wing positions, um, so he didn't, for instance, get many points last week. I've got those two Liverpool injuries, which means I'm going to have to do something with uh, Conser and Target, my flex defenders. I'm going to have to try and pick up people that I think are going to get clean sheets. If I win this week, bear in mind, I don't have a striker that's going to start probably this week. Mm -hmm. If I win this week, it will be an almighty victory. It will be sung from the hills. Any hill. Any hill. Any, any hill. It will be an... A, if I, if I beat any without, mound. Any mound. Without Diaz, without Trent, you know, without any of if my strikers starting, because Vardy was on the bench, Ings was on the bench, Mitro didn't turn up this weekend. I, If I can get a win, it would be, you know, an absolutely out-of-this-world performance. But we know it's going to be Captain Haaland. Jota is going to come in for that rotation piece. Havertz scored last weekend as well. Martinelli absolutely tortured Trent. It was like he was living in a glass cage of emotion. He didn't know where to go. And then before he knew, his body gave up on him. He crawled off the pitch. And it's just, he he's on a, yeah, he's on big form. So obviously, I think I can guess where you two are going to go. But I, I'm not like Aaron Price. Oh, you've already typed it in. You've not even spoken. You've already typed it into the Google Doc. You've not even spoken. I'm going to pick myself, listeners, and Adam and Alex are going to go and vote for that in this game week. I think it's fair to say, Johnny, just to give you some uh, peace of mind and that you can go to sleep and get on with your little life. This isn't in your hands. You can put whatever 11 you want out now. It all comes down to bats players and how they perform and that might be semantics right there but you if bats players all get duds and, and have off, off games get one two that will make all the difference for you then to come and claim whatever points you can with that hospital fc squad um just being honest because i care for you i love you we've got something good going on here and you i appreciate the honesty love. guys i appreciate but, the honesty. but bowler you get what i'm saying right now you you need yeah. this squad is too talented too powerful right now and you need something abnormal to happen 
Yeah. Well, it's you normally you normally have teams that either focus on midfielders or strikers, and his strikers are insane. Like Jota, he picked late on, and he's now coming into the team. Mm-hmm. He's got Havertz, who when I said about Chelsea rotating, they retain Aubameyang, for example. Havertz is the one starting in the league, and he scored last week. Harland is Harland. If you see every goal Liverpool conceding. Haaland is pretty much tailor-made to score goals against us now. You Trossard, he's... You look at that squad. Trossard, he's against Brentford. He, 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 that would be a good game for him. Aronson has been getting returns. Rashford has been starting at games for United. Martinelli is Arsenal's form player, maybe apart from Saka. He's going on strength for strength, really, because, yeah, one of his biggest things, he had Jota and Havertz, who weren't really in their teams too much, doing much, and now they're starting to return. It's... So I can't, look, I can't look past that for this game against you, Johnny, because I also think Haaland is getting another hat-trick. <laughs> I mean, who knows? Who knows? That Liverpool defence is looking shaky at the moment. Locking, but locking I don't in. want to dwell on it, guys. Locking we'll talk about in, it next James. week when locking, I win. Lock, oh, locking these in, that is uh, Bowler and I going for our current top-of-the-table uh, leader, Luke. Matthew and that is Johnny Grove himself because we have some dignity around here and we will die on the hill of our own ego. Going on to Next. my to the lamb week, we're gonna start calling it now. <laughs> uh it is my fixture against newbie Rich Merrington. Again, Rich, still to meet your acquaintance and head of socials is here. Bowler, he needs to organize this uh meetup midweek. Uh, um, I, I, I'm sorry, I need to clear something up for the podcast. I am not head of socials. That is literally the worst thing in my wheelhouse to do. You need to, <laughs> you need to grab the bull by the horns. So you either grab the, the lamb by the horns here. That doesn't make any sense, but everyone's laughing. Ha, no. ha, ha. Thank you, everyone. Uh, <laughs> but Basically, Rich, um, I'm very much looking forward to getting my three points. Thank you so much for coming. Uh, your, your bountiful goodness is going to help my ascension up the league. Uh, we don't I'll just be to... impressed if Richard names a captain. That, I'll be, that'll be a win for him. Names a captain really, would, at Friday, the right time, I should, Friday, yeah, I should yeah. note. I would, I would really love to be really controversial and back Rich to win this. Do it. I dare you. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Live on Kevin, the edge. What would Kevin but Morales do? I, I, I just can't. I just can't. It's it's also he's got big Chelsea players and they get rotated out for this Premier League game. Like it's <laughs> Sterling as well. Yeah, and it's uh, just it's, it's not to mention that we can't we can't back a person that has cheated this game week. It's yeah. just not you know we can't. It's also. Um, there, I made some notes a bit on when you said about the under pressure about Richard Rich was one of the people I put under pressure because like um, how long are you going to hold on to Lamptey and Ben Rama for? Yeah good point <laughs> I said that the other day didn't I Johnny about why is Ben Rama in your squad? Yeah I love how Bowler just methodically calmly and insanely judgmentally dismantled <laughs> Richard's team there <laughs> Like, that was like the calmest, you know, usually on the podcast, it's like, oh, his team's rubbish. Bowler bash, we Bowler, like, eloquently just ripped shreds off his entire midfield, all of his players, and then just give the little caveat at the end, like, I can't believe he still has these players. If, just, if bowler, bowler has that ability. It's, it's all the small things that Bowler brings with that dissection and, and that ability to just really hit home subtly isn't it as you said Johnny it's just yeah, so, so subtle so subtle but then just brings it home the stat man doing his thing 
I think, but on the flip side of that coin, we've got to look at we've got to look at the loyal boy and Millie, our team is doing well. Jesus, obviously. I mean, it's Xhaka, great pickup. You must be loving this Foden. Sh- shut Ireland. up right now, Johnny. Shut up right now. We'll just, <laughs> shut up. just talk about Xhaka. Hey, hey, we can talk about him if you want. What do you want to say? You must have something to say about this. You got bowling. Tell everyone it's therapy. What you mean? I pick. I pick someone who I'm like. Oh, this is this is really good. He's got some really good stats going on forward. Moment I pick him up. Who who gives shit immediately? Being who has anyone ever picked up Granite Jacker before? <laughs> I think that was um, who was that? And that then now former Eva winner Alex Miller wasn't it? And then, and then now now basing your team around him. How the turntables turn? The turn. Oh my god! Yeah, and now he's using Jacker against the rest of the league after just you know trashing him before. Great flex, Miller. Great flex. You, you can much. beat people with players you've trashed. And then, say, obviously... I will say the biggest frustration I have right now is I think Martial's out injured once again. Yeah, that is a big... And you've got Jimenez who's injured as well. Oh, this team will be changing, don't worry. I, I can afford to... Try. Actually, I don't, against Rich, it's in my land week, I don't have to... Um, yeah, land week. You can just, you just... Yeah, yeah. You'd be fine. You'd be fine. I think that's a resounding... You know, a bear bowler are you? You're not going with the lamb, are you? I can't bring myself to nah, let's, lamb, should, we, no. should we move on to Aaron versus Steph then? No lamb, please. We have the chicken. <laughs> oh, Miller, I forgot to ask. What are you having for what are you having for your teas this week? What have you got in Hello Fresh? Oh, is uh, it... we've actually got a lamb lasaka. Uh, oh, nice. We did. Nice, nice. <laughs> nice. Please, can you have that on Saturday night for your tea? Just feasting on lamb. <laughs> you mean have it for my dinner? Yeah, oh, okay. Sorry, I forgot there was a language barrier on this podcast. It's just to translate for the international listeners. Uh, moving on to moving two people on. that do have tea at the right time. Uh, two northern blokes. We've got Steph after dismantling my team. He's moving on to another fellow Yorkshireman, Aaron Price, who, as you know, was on the Judd list. Uh, he is, you know, struggling uh, a little bit at the moment. He's under pressure. He needs a big week. But Steph is on some form, albeit a lot of it came from Saka. This, for me, is a very close call. I think this is probably the closest one of the week. I think it's, uh, obviously, you guys have outnumbered me on the bat one. We're all picking Alex. I know what's going to happen in the next uh, matchup we talk about. But Steph versus Aaron, I think this is a, a close one. Um, I, think there, I, think, there was, I think there was harder games to call because I really am backing Steph for this. Um, I thought if I if you'd asked me a couple of weeks for the Judd report, I would put Steph in there. But last week he was really good, and his team has been looking better for the consistent weeks. Saka is now looking like he's going to get in the points after a, a start. Nunes is finally starting to get into the starting lineup. Aaron's still got some injuries, and Salah not looking himself, and he's against City. It's. I just think what if if Salah returns for him, he's now got Samaka. Uh, he fought off that tirade from me and Miller. He's getting points. Uh, Anthony's playing well for Manchester United. St. Maximus back in the Newcastle team. Um, I think there's like Skamaka very good. Um, St. Maximan could start getting to the team if, but Jacob Murphy and Almiron are doing quite well. Um, and Grealish could be starting for City. Yeah, I think there. I'm. I don't. I'm not saying it's an easy match, but it's just it's. I do feel like Steph's team's getting stronger, even if he does have. Five flex midfielders. <laughs> True. And well, he doesn't have five. Let's not. Don't be disrespectful to Saka after he torched. Also, I mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be dis- disrespectful to Almiron. 
I mean, Almiron, well, going back a few weeks, it was my one to watch was Almiron and he came up with the goods. He's playing well at the moment. He's been aggressive. But... What a choice that was. Oh, that... what a pick. What a little That's... bit of Bailey tea leave insight. Only a Newcastle fan would pick that as well. Yeah. So must be sharp. Only someone who's contractually obliged to. I think uh, make... if I think if Steph sorts out his flex defensive picks, I, I just, I think he'll get a really good haul this week. I think he, could get one of the better hauls. Do you reckon so? You're going Steph? I'm going Steph. I think Steph to get the second highest score of the week. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, big time calls from Bowler. I'm going with Bake Off. I'm, I'm back in Aaron. I think he needs a win. Uh, he's under duress. I'm going to take that as an inspiration. And I'm going to go for Aaron Bake Off Price. Uh, I will go with. Johnny as well because I want to back my fellow guest co-host who couldn't be here due to conflicting schedules but he does need it and I want to see Aaron turn the season around I don't want to see him in ninth he doesn't, he doesn't deserve to be there he's a former either champion like myself and Bowler he deserves greater things than Blast what's me. happened at the moment yeah uh, I, I think yeah so that's it. a little two to one there uh, and that leaves us with only one more game week to talk about for our game week 11 predictions Miller would you like to uh to lead off on this in your usual eloquent and biblical style. The scene is South London. There is a small, dingy little flat which houses not one, but two Southerners. They have recently moved there since university. Their goals? To keep the party going, of course. One of them looks to do odd jobs here, work in government work. The other set the marketing world alight in the football world. But what's more importantly fused from these endeavours is a kinship that none of us truly understand or actually appreciate because definitely there was a lot of homoeroticism where experiments happened during lockdown. But this bond nevertheless formed a truce, but also the truce which led to a duel, a duel that has echoed in the eva throughout millennia and will continue to do so. Spurs versus Arsenal, United versus City, Real Madrid versus Barcelona, an Argentine team versus another Argentine team where there's loads of flares and deaths and more and more bashing of the bowlers. It's Ian versus Joe. It is the big one. It is Sunday. You're tuning in to Sky Sports. And it's live! Wow. Wow. Stan Innovation, Miller. You really brought that one home strong. Where was really I? Brought that Where, Where was I? <laughs> I don't know. Lost again. Uh, yeah, I mean, for me, this is Ian's bye week. Uh, I know Joe's in a bit of form. <laughs> but Joe's in a little bit of form. But Ian's team's too strong. Joe's team's too weak. Ian's too tall, Joe's too small. This has just got a, a win for Ian written all over it. So short and sweet for me on this one. Uh, Joe, do better. Ian, enjoy that tasty W. Uh, I'm sure it will taste oh so sweet that it comes against a the person that is now the commissioner of this league, a title you used to formally hold. So yeah, I'm taking Ian. Yeah, I want to tell anyone who's on the Joe hype train, I want them politely tell them to shut up because that is not going to happen. It was a blip week. It was his lamb week. Anyone gets a point against lamb. It is going to Ian all the way. Ian, again, is the tinkerer. He will 
tailor that team, which he really doesn't have to against Joe these days. Actually, that's a lie. Actually, I take that back. Joe got very big points. He's doing very well, so maybe he will. It's a compliment if Ian has to tink his team to face you, actually. So, Joe, well done. You've actually gone up in people's estimations. Ian will definitely change that team, but unfortunately, there's nothing you can do to beat that because you're just a bad manager. But good to see that you're kind of trying now. Have a good one. Make sure that Titus doesn't get shoved too down down your throat. Uh, It's not good to gag. Wow. Yeah. Ian is flying at the moment. I can't look past him. And I don't, that's not actually a slight against Joe. It's because Ian is just, he is the, the most informed team at the moment in the league. It's, I can't really go past that. I think the only chance Joe has to win will be dependent on that West Ham Southampton game because Southampton are quite trash and Bowen could get a hatful. He did captain Bowen this this past game week as well, who brought him returns. He did. Annoyingly, a lot went in his way, but it kind of happened two weeks in a row. Come on, lightning doesn't strike twice. Yeah, I mean, a lot did go his way. Eze brought him back points after after not for a while. Bowen, his captain, came through, obviously. Um, he's got another clean sheet from Edison. Um, so, so yeah. I mean, is Aubameyang going to play? Who knows? Is Rashad going to play? Who knows? Uh, he's obviously not going to play Smith Rowe, who's injured now, so I don't even know why he's got him in his team still. Makes me sick every game week, just seeing Paul Smith Rowe festering there on his bench. But yeah, this is clear, clear cut. Who's out okay, to December, is... by the way? Yeah, exactly. So why is he not changing him? I don't know. And Julius injured as well. Uh, I think Kane against Everton looks favourable. Even uh, Tony against Brighton looks pretty good. It's uh, annoying that his strikers actually have been playing quite well in Buo. And Rodrigo's back as well. Bastard taking him from me. He's my child. Yeah, I just I just think that squad's too strong against Joe. And I respect yeah, him. It is... saying, all seriousness, it's going to be Ian who takes his points and yeah. climb like, more up the table even more. There. So I think that uh, that rounds off our game week 11 predictions. Miller, all done. All done. Dusted. Think... Can't wait to find out how we do. Neither can I, but one thing I can guarantee is that whatever happens, there's going to be violence from Joe. <laughs> uh, just to kind of quickly cap off this, we're sort of rounding up the episode, guys. We hope you enjoyed it so far. Bowler, have you enjoyed being here so far? I have loved every moment of being here. I can tell. Uh, you have no sarcasm in that voice at all. Johnny, have you loved being here? I've loved it. Excellent. As always, I- Miller. Thank you so much. Thank you. It means a lot. Uh, would you like a break before we go into the last part? Yeah, let's have a quick break. Bowler break? I'm down for a break. Excellent. Let's go breaky break. Guys, stick with us. We'll go for a quick break. Back in a bit. Guys, welcome back to the last part of this podcast. Uh, again, this will be nothing without you. The feedback we get is tremendous. We never thought it would quite take off like this. It's... Oh. It almost gives us hope that we can quit our day jobs. But moving on, <laughs> I don't what the point that was. Uh, prices one to watch. Uh, it seems weird saying prices one to watch with no price. Uh, we might have to change the name to uh, Paul Hollywood's one to watch, maybe. Johnny, do you like the idea of that? I love the idea of that. Paul Hollywood's one to watch. Uh, we all maybe know the rules now from uh, the last time we did this, but basically it's uh, you have to pick a player who you think is going to have a very good week in the coming game week who didn't get picked up in the first or second 
round of this draft. So there's no Kevin De Bruyne, there's no Salah, there's no Sancho Bowler before you think you can go there. And there's certainly no Jesus for me or Johnny. So with that being said, let's quickly dive into it. Bowler, who have you picked for your ones to watch so game week 11? I've got, I've got two that I've got, I think will have big weeks this week. Um, my first one is uh, Kalidou Koulibaly. Ooh. Ooh. I wanted to go a bit off, a bit off piece with it, but I can't see Villa scoring against Chelsea. And looking at that goal, they conceded against Forest, and like their set pieces is not good. I could just see him popping up with a just a header off a corner, and then just getting a solid fifteen point haul. I love that bowler. Yeah, I like that. That's that's out there defender as well. Bold, I like it. I've also gone for Skamaka just because I said about West Ham looking better and Southampton, who look awful, and Skamaka is now starting to score goals. He's been looking really good for them, so I think I could get him to get, he'd get a brace or something like that. Paul Hollywood would like that pick. Paul Hollywood would go mental for that. He would... Oh, he's, his oven would be pinging, if that's a phrase. We're going to make it a phrase now. Yeah, make it a phrase. <laughs> I like that, Bowler. So two picks from you. We've got... Um, Koulibaly and Samaka. Uh, Miller, I am going to make two picks. Uh, I had only planned to make one pick, but I'm going to make two, and they're both from the same team. I don't know if this is within the rules, but one of them is not actually in anyone's fantasy team as of yet, but they might be at the weekend. little foreshadow in there. But uh, I'm going to go for a Nottingham Forest duo. I'm going to go for Johnson up front, Brennan Johnson, uh, who I think has brought back two points each of his last three game weeks. Uh, but he's playing Wolves, and I don't rate Wolves at all. I think they're a travesty. So I think he's going to return. And I also, Morgan Gibbs-White as well oh. uh, for, for Nottingham Forest. I just think that matchup um, against Wolves is going to be a favourable one. And Gibbs-White getting the, getting the little cheeky um, assist there in his last game week on Monday Night Football. So I'm going Gibbs White and Johnson. I'm taking basically a Nottingham Forest victory, and I think they are going to shine against Wolves. Shine. I like so who have you got, Miller? Who have you got? Right, I'm going a bit. Okay, it's not out there as you. You guys are making me look a bit uh, basic and simple, uh, but I have justifications to go with these people. Uh, I am going Anthony from Man United. Uh, he's returned every week he's played, which is the last three game weeks. Uh, I think even against Newcastle, he's going to find a way. He's starting us just by that price tag. Uh, it really annoyed me because I nearly picked him up for my normal FPL. And I know we don't want to plug normal FPL, but Whoa. it's the only way I could get him because uh, Paul Hollywood has him in this league. <laughs> um, but I just I just think man, the way Man United are playing, I, maybe they don't get the best results, maybe they're not the great, but they're still scoring and they're still having outputs from attacking players. And I think Anthony is definitely going to be starting. I think he comes off about 75 minutes normally. But again, he's had a return the last three game weeks. Why not four? Why not? Why not? I like uh, that, Miller. And the next one is Wilfred Zaha. Wilfred Zaha has played pretty much every minute for uh, Crystal Palace. He's the main man. Again, Crystal Palace don't always get the result. But Zaha is amongst it. Uh, he got an assist last game and he looks very good for his outputs and his contributions. I just don't see Leicester being too much of a defensive threat against Crystal Palace as well, even though they're at home. Uh, I think it's a bit slightly outlandish one. But again, I've always liked Wilfred Zaha. I don't know I squad last season. I think I had a good season before, so it's a shame he's not part of my team this year. 
Um, but I, I think he's part of Bailey's team, is he? Yeah, he is. Yeah. Um, so yeah. It, it hurts even more to pick him. But... It hurts even more. Well, it shows maturity on your part for, you know, being objective. Thank you. If I, I like called, it. If I called my strange father, would you say that down to him? <laughs> <laughs> I'll have that conversation. <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, so those are my picks. They, again, they might not be outlandish as Gibbs White, but yeah, I got my reasons and I'm sticking to them. Good, do it. I like it. I think they're interesting picks and we will chase that up, listeners, next week. If you've got any picks, feel free to uh, tweet them in. Tweet them in. Uh, at, at your friend Hindsight or the stream team, just pop them in the chat. There we or go. at bakeoff182 at gmail.co.uk. Love it. Love it. Uh, we are obviously not wanting to come in your ears for too long this time we realized that we came in your ears for about a good two hours straight last time uh so we'll quickly round this up with a little a little section which was mentioned from uh our current croquet and crochet champion of the surrey county council who's now gone on to represent the uk in the local national uh tournaments of best of luck to you bailey but we're calling this section the bailey pickup of the week insert tune and wooing here love uh, it it's a great, great idea really quick one um and i think we've all written them out on our shared google doc right now so it could be unanimous but why not uh there's gotta be a, there is a unanimous decision and if we don't do this and we don't give the award to this person for the pickup of the week i will be outraged so i think a little after three we should say who it is because if it's anybody else, this this segment is false. I'll not have it. Okay, ready? One, yeah. two, three. Lucas Bruno. Oh, that was last what? week. That was last week. Sorry, he's ruined it. <laughs> no, it is. I, mean, Bruno. Um, I feel like the I feel like the pick of the week should be on a winning team, and uh, Young was on. No, a winning I team. need this because I didn't win. I need the pickup of the week. All right, Bowler. I, I pick up I pick up a Newcastle midfielder who gets me two goals. No one else can to, can boast stats like that with a pick up this week. So I will take this crown and I shall wear it. Give me the crumbs, please. Give me crumbs. Okay, <laughs> I'll, I will seed. You you could have that for Bruno Gamarish. Thank you. Thank you very Thank much. You. Yeah, Bruno Gamarish uh, is our pickup of the week. If you didn't know, because you're living under a rock for game week eleven, he had two. Goals this week for the centre midfielder to position, getting 15 points. And guess what? You know, my favourite little stat, uh, Johnny, he took all three bonus points as well. So congratulations if you, Thank for you. some reason, for some reason had Bruno in your team. Because he's um, a good player. He's, he is a good player. He saw against Arsenal, didn't he, last, uh, last season, yeah. annoyingly. He was going to go to Arsenal. He was all about to go to Arsenal. And then bloody yeah, I was all about to go through, but alas, I will he, take the pickup of the week. He fancied a trip to Saudi Arabia. Oh, I can't wait to try and win it two weeks in a row. I'm going to really scroll those free transfers and see if I can get somebody for next week. Do it, do it. Uh, well, I think that nicely ties this episode up in a lovely bow. Uh, Bowler, thank you so much for joining us. That's really kind. Thank of you, Bowler. It was a pleasure being here. We'll have you back maybe if you don't guess Kevin Morales straight away and spoil the fun. But nevertheless, it's lovely having your presence here and your way you can just coldly take someone down with a few words as ever. It's uh, It's a great attribute to have and never lose it. I learned from uh, Paul Hollywood. Thank you. <laughs> I was going to say me. I was about to say thank you there because I was anticipating you saying me. That's how big my ego's got on there. Don't no. try around, you gravity bastard. You. Um, Johnny, as always, absolute pleasure to hear you coming in my ears. It is uh, a delight. Those dosage tones never, ever lose that feature. 
I can't wait to maybe have Bake Off back with us next time. If not, we'll have another guest. But if you like having yeah. a manager on, please do let us know. It is uh, bakeoff182 at gmail.com if you want to get in contact with us. That would be fantastic to hear from you. Uh, apart yeah. from that, just the usual thank yous to everyone who uh, makes this even happen, mainly our electricity bills. But yeah. I don't know why I'm saying that, but I'm Great. worried about the time. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Let me, let See me you next week. Time. See you next week. Thank you very much. And uh, don't stop believing. Did you get all those song titles I put in there? What? Why am I waiting to the end to tell you? I guess you've got to go back and listen all again. What band I hear? I gave you a clue. What was the email address? Bakeoff182 at gmail.com Here's your clue. Best of luck, the 17 in there. And I want to hear all of them by next week. Best of luck, buddy. Chica chica. Bye.